What up, all my Mingas, and welcome to the Minga Sports Podcast. I'm Nacho. I'm Garuda. All right, we had uh, quite a week, week five. It was um, it was a week. First off, certainly a week. I just want to say, shout out to the Red Sox beating the Rays three one in the yeah. divisional series. I uh, it was yesterday as we're recording. Uh, today is October twelfth. Uh, yesterday, October eleventh, I watched the last, the bottom of the ninth. We were all playing games, and then we got off, and then I'm like, I'm gonna watch the Red Sox win, and then uh, Kike Hernandez just hits a sack fly. Um, he almost hits the monster, and he just like he pimps it, and it was awesome. And I, 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 I yelled. I was very excited. Yeah, I saw the. I was um. I was literally checking the game cast on ESPN because I'm like trying to go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, that's late for me now, which is sad. But I was trying to go to bed and I was like, eh, let's check the score. And I see, I, I get the notifications for when it ends. And I'm like, bottom of the night, six to five. Wait a minute. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we won. Who who's the good boy? And it was Kike, and I'm like Kike Hernandez is my dad. I know, I love. There was a, a post I saw. It was like chances of World Series: Red Sox plus eighteen hundred, Ray Tampa Bay Rays plus three hundred. <laughs> and I was like, you don't say. Yeah, everyone's like the AL runs through Tampa, and like playoff Boston is built different. Like actually, anytime, anytime Boston is in the playoffs, like there's always a chance that they have a deep run. They're a legit contender. And, and Kike said it last night. Uh, he was like, you know, we're a good team. Oh, apparently, in an interview, only Kike believed that they were going like deep in the postseason. And uh, really, yeah. But he was like, oh, you know, we're a good team. But once we got Chris Sale back, I know we'd be elite. And kind of true. Yeah. And then uh, they're going to play in Houston in a few days for the ALCS. We're about to dog but some trash cans. I said, I said at the beginning of the season, it's going to be whoever comes out of the AL East will play whoever comes out of the NL West in the, um, in the World Series. And I was thinking Rays, Padres... Probably, or you know, Dodgers could have easily won, and they still could. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was thinking maybe, maybe New York finally finds its stride, or Toronto. You know, they were supposed to be good. I did not expect Boston and San Francisco. Yeah, Blue Jays started hot. You um, know what? I'd love it to be San Francisco because Red Sox nobody talked about because they knew they were going to be kind of eh, and then we started being wait, good. The Giants. San Francisco lead this. ESPN says San Fran leads the series, didn't they? They, they won the series. They won last night. Oh, I thought they were down in the series. No, but I like how nobody really talked about the Giants, and then they started being really good. And I'd love for the two like underdog teams to be uh, yeah. in the World Series. Yeah, my dog's barking downstairs. I don't know if you can hear, her, but she'll be going off. But uh, the Braves advance. They beat the Brewers. Like I didn't think that was gonna happen. Twenty minutes ago, oh. but um, <laughs> coming to you live. Yeah, the I don't know. I feel like that game was just 
filler to see who loses to whatever NL West team comes out. But uh, the Giants-Dodgers game's on right now. I might put that out after this podcast. San Francisco can uh, win and go to the NLCS tonight. Yeah, and yeah, so it's Houston, Boston, and Atlanta has punched their ticket. So now it's just, I hope San Fran wins. I want to see the Dodgers dethroned in the NL West. That'd be funny. I I want I want Red Sox to uh, Giants game. That'd be great. Red Sox Giants would be like that's a, that's a good game. Yeah, a good run series. Because what is it? The the Giants won in 2012 and we won in 2013 or something like that, right? Um, I'm pretty sure that happened. But like both of our teams were really good at, at the beginning of the 2010s. So I'm, I don't fact, know. I'm fact checking you. On yeah, that. fact checking. You were correct. 20... 2012 yeah. San Francisco Giants, 2013 Red Sox. Yeah. And, and then the, 2014 and Giants. Was the Giants again? Yeah. Yeah, see, I know history. And 15 was the uh, Royals? Royals. And, and then what? Cubs? 16 Cubs, 17 Astros, 18 Astros, Red Sox. Red Sox, Nats. Nats, Dodgers. Dodgers. Look at and us. And then Red Sox again. Yes. Yeah, I think the Red Sox have a serious shot at a title, and I'm very excited for that because I will be going to that parade. Me too. Po like postseason Fenway is different. Yeah. I will be attending a World Series game if we're in Fenway. You think? Mm-hmm. You know how much those tickets cost? Mm-hmm. Even for right field bleachers? Mm-hmm. Damn bro, I just dropped a thousand bucks on the PC. I don't know if I could do that. Maybe maybe I'll go to an ALCS game in Fenway. Anyways, Maybe. We'll see. to the football, as we normally do, we start with our best and worst. All right, I'll start with the best. That was Cleveland at the Chargers. This game was a shootout. I've been hyping up the Browns' defense because they've been kind of carrying this team. And, you know, Baker, it came out that Baker had like a, a shoulder thing on his non-throwing arm. So they're just like they've just been monitoring that, and you know it could it could go to why you know he hasn't been playing the best, why the Browns' offense hasn't been doing great, and then this game happens, Browns forty two, Chargers forty seven. Uh, Herbert has a fucking day. I think he had five touchdowns or something. Baker had a couple of touchdowns. Like this was a a shootout. <clears throat> and it wasn't game of the week, but it should have been. Yeah, Herbert had four touchdowns and 400 yards. Baker had 300 yards and two touchdowns. And the Browns are like the f I think the first team in the Super Bowl era to have over 500 offensive yards, four touch or yeah, five touchdowns, zero turnovers, and lose a game. Which is heartbreaking, but when you play Herbert, who puts up great numbers, and then Eckler, he put up 70 yards and two touchdowns. Like, it's hard to stop the Chargers. Yeah. I think they're going to give, they're going to have, they're going to give the Chiefs a run for their money in this division. Like, for real. 
Is that all you have to say? About. I think yeah. it's game of the year so far. That's about it. Speaking of the uh, Chiefs, Buffalo in uh, Kansas City, 38-20, to 20, Bills. What This is my best. What a game. Uh, in my opinion, the Chiefs are dethroned. They are not the... Or they're dethroned as the head of the AFC. They're not top three anymore. Top you know. three? Yeah, no, they're not. Who would you say top three? Buffalo, Chargers, Ravens? Yeah. Or would you put the Browns instead of the Ravens? Because I know you. Uh, Well, just because of... I don't like the Ravens, but that doesn't mean they're not a good team. Uh, Yeah, that still, though, con- you, you, considering we have to debate between Cleveland and uh, Baltimore that the Chiefs aren't... They just have not been working. Their defense sucks. Their defense is bad. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they double Tyreek because if Tyreek runs on his own, it's going to be like a 30, 40-yard gain. So then they throw to Kelsey on like an eight-yard little, you know, slant or a comeback or whatever. And it just that's not how you win games. You can't just throw to Kelsey all day and expect to win. The Chiefs have been figured out. That's yeah, the thing. we yeah they know what to do. They've always been like a threat, uh, or recently they've been a threat, and now it's just like the the Chargers are going to win their division. That's just that's just going to happen. Yeah. The Chargers are going to win their division. Yeah, I think with the blow up of Denver and Vegas, I think the Chargers can take the the AFC West, and I think I think the Chiefs can easily get a wild card spot. Yeah. Like, I think they can bounce back from this, but it's like looking at the start, they're gonna have to make some serious changes if they want a deep playoff run. And that's not saying Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes still top five, top three quarterback. Honestly, you know he he's he's nuts. That's not saying yeah he's not good. He's you not think, the one under. He has, he has six picks on the year. That's, that's really? the most. That's the most. That's the most interceptions he's had in the past three years, and it's only been five games. I think in 2020 he had five, and 2019 he had four. Mm, I didn't, I didn't know that. And and through five weeks he has six picks. Kansas City is also tied with Jacksonville for the most um, turnovers. Mahomes has six picks, and the team has five fumbles. And Jacksonville has, I think, Trevor Lawrence has like eight picks, and they have three fumbles. In so any case, is the top for turnovers. This is supposed to be the best, and it's be- it's the best because the Bills are the top of the AFC right now. Easily uh, undisputed. You know, Week One against the Steelers, it- that's because the Steelers' defense was healthy and complete because it's Week One. The Steelers have you know gone gotten progressively worse as they got injuries. They don't have T.J. Watt. Actually, yeah. do they well, have T.J. Watt back? They have T.J. Watt back now. Okay. Well, I had him in the first game. Uh, I think he only missed two and three, maybe four. Mm. But I think it was just two and three. All right. Well, in any case, you know, bad bad week for the Bills. You usually teams have a bad week. That's that's you know that happens, and then they just go and ball out. And yes, they were against bad teams, but you know it is NFL level, and you don't just blow out bad teams that much. Like, it, scoring that much is insane. Yeah. I was watching PTI like I normally do, 
and Michael Wilbon said something great. He goes, the league should launch an investigation against the Steelers because what they did in week one was the biggest fluke in football history. And I'm like, damn. That's 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 a very like controversial quote, but with how Buffalo has been playing recently, understandable. And that's uh, that's about it. Bills are uh, good, and they should be good for quite a bit. Yeah, you know, I, I I said they were running the Super Bowl, so let's go Bills Mafia. I said Browns, but right now the Browns have been disappointing. But who knows? I think the AFC playoffs are going to be super interesting this year. Yeah, we'll, we'll it should be into, pretty we'll good. Get, we'll get into playoff like predictions probably next week. Um, unless something major happens. But probably next week we'll go into early uh, playoff predictions. Because it'll be the third of the way through the season. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, everything's looking Buffalo. It's so a good yeah. job, Bills Mafia. All right, uh, moving on to the worst games of the week. Yeah, um, pain is all I have to say. As a Giants fan, this week hurt. It hurt to watch. We were coming off of our first... We are coming off a dub against New Orleans. A big dub. We were underdogs by, like, a touchdown. And we went into the Superdome, and we won. And, you know, I was riding a high, man. <laughs> I was riding a high. I was riding, you know, fuck Dallas train, you know. Who needs Dallas? And then we go in there. And Saquon in the first quarter. His ankle. just He stepped on it. It was after the play, too. It wasn't even in or during a play. He was blocking. And it was after a play. And our lineman, one of our linemen just pushed another dude in. And, you know, they're still blocking. And he just steps backwards right on someone else's foot. And his ankle goes sideways. And he's out two to four weeks. It's so Sa- upsetting. I want Saquon to be healthy. Sa- Saquon is the best... The best athlete we have not seen because of injuries. Yeah. I think in almost any sport. You know, you talk about how... Like, some of these like guys are really, like, you know... You talk about how there's always great players. But... None of them have been injured as much as Saquon. And at what point do you do you say, "All right, I think we're done with this"? Because right now, I'm I'm leaning towards that point. Mm-hmm. I know earlier in the season there were trade talks about sending Saquon to Baltimore because you know Baltimore had all three of their running backs go down in the preseason. And I'm like, at this point, if we can get a few firsts. Like two firsts and maybe, I don't know, something else for assurance. We have Devontae Booker. We could probably pick up a running back on the free agent market and, you know, have him be a solid second string. But just watching this unfold, 
you know, none of that goes through and watching him just get injured. It was just sad. And then later that half, Daniel Jones, you know, he's running the ball. He's going down, trying to get trying to get to the end zone. And a no-call helmet-to-helmet hit. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen that one that bad after getting up. Did you watch the clip of him standing up? Uh, no. Or, actually, yeah. Yeah, he stood up, he stumbled a bit, almost fell over. And that was when I turned the game off. I'm like, I'm not, I can't watch this. I cannot be watching this. And then later in the game, Kenny Galladay hurts his knee. And he was like, oh, he sprained it or hyperextension or something like that. So he's out. And the worst part of it all was I started all three of these players in fantasy mm-hmm. this week. I was really betting on it. I was like, you know, it's Dallas week. Let's show, let's you know, let's show these people, you know, what, what I'm doing. And then they all go down with under a point. So that hurt. But there's so many injuries for the Giants. Eight out of our 11 starters from week one are currently out. It, like, it, it's so unfortunate to see a team, because, you know, like, haha, Giants bad because no more Eli. But, like, get, get some, you know, catch some luck. This is sad to watch. You never, you never want to see, like, anyone go down. You never want to yeah, see a player no, go no. down. That's always, like, awful. Even if you're rooting against them, you may be thinking, like, okay, this game's winnable now, but, like, shit, that's, you know, that sucks for that guy. When your entire offense is just out, the only three remaining members are your um, your weak side linemen and your um, and your tight end. Those are the only healthy players we have right now. It's just sad. But um, later in the game, Kadarius Tony threw a punch, so I guess that's funny. <laughs> oh. Um. The league said they weren't going to fine him or suspend him, which was good. But Dallas played a, you know, everyone's like, oh, Dallas is playing a great game. They played a crippled team. Like, is it a win for them? Yeah. Is it a statement win? No. Trayvon Diggs got another pick. You know, he's a good, he's a good cornerback. Uh... But, you know, it's just Dak and Zeke ran over the ran over the fucking defense. And Mike Glennon mm-hmm. couldn't really do much on offense with only Kadarius Tony and CJ Board. And so that's my pain segment of the week. What a legendary quarterback. To add to more pain. Mike Glennon. Yeah. Mike Glennon has to go in there. You know, I'm just shocked Mike Glennon in that offense put up put up twenty. I'm shocked. He's the goat. I don't want to hear it. He is. He is a goat. Yeah, but to add, add to more pain, uh, there is no good time to interrupt. But your mic is peaking <laughs> constantly. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh. Anyways, uh, moving on to That's my my worst game of the week, and it would have to be Vegas in Chicago, or was it in Chicago? I don't know. 
Uh, let me let me let me check that. Mm, let me check that because I thought no, it was in Vegas. It was in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Is this, is this better, mic wise, by the way? Yes. Okay. Might be. Uh, so they were so Chicago and Vegas then. Chicago, or the Bears take the win, twenty to nine. What happened? They the Raiders were supposed to be a top, like, you know, Derek Carr is supposed to be like, you know, the a name in the MVP race. The most I don't know if he does now, but I think last week he still had the most passing yards. And now, I've seen a lot of people saying top. 12 quarterback maybe like For he car? yeah it, yeah it wasn't his maybe. best performance um and then justin fields being put in he didn't do bad his throws look good he was throwing on the run a lot and it Sorry, i just saw justin fields qbr and it is a seven which is 32nd in the nfl <laughs> nice well he didn't play horrible you know he obviously he still got the win but it, Vegas you were you know I thought this was like a statement year and I guess this this is a great time to bring it up uh Josh Gruden the Raiders head coach has resigned after sending some emails with some misogynistic and uh racial, racial uh insensitive comments yeah there's no there's no need for that there's zero tolerance for that like i think it they were like in the past right they were from no no earlier than 2009 still like it's it's still like you you can't you can't be doing that it it is completely inappropriate i'm sure that you still had you know i don't know how long he's been in the league but I'm sure he was at uh, least doing like college by then. He won a Super Bowl with the Bucks in 02. Oh. Like he was that coach. Oh, he oh, amazing. You cannot be fucking <laughs> yeah. doing that. That is completely yeah. unacceptable of you. I'm a, I'm totally against cancel culture. Like whatever someone said in the past, I'm like maybe they've changed, but you y- Yeah, you got to you got to count sure. on the person of who they are now. You shouldn't totally ridicule them. But from what I'm hearing, apparently he's always like just like this all the time. And so I'm like, all right, fuck him. You, yeah, it, it's I hear the argument, you know, it's the time period people grow up in. We're in a different time period it's now, and you that really cannot be doing that. No, but I mean like how you're like brought up as a child and the influence that you keep with it. Even still, what is but it? But still, grew up in the Grew up in the 80s is not really the age of, you know, the racism. People really do that with, like, the 60s. Uh, if you were brought up in the 60s in the South with the Civil Rights Movement, then, and you're, like, against that, I mean, I guess. It shouldn't be tolerable, but it's an excuse. But anything e- later even than, like, still. the 70s is... Everything should just be unacceptable. But, like, when you're a public figure... When you're anyone, just don't don't be racist. Uh, two thousand twenty eleven to twenty eighteen when the emails. I just looked it up. Or even later than I thought. But yeah, I I think it's funny how this all unfolded because of the league is investigating 
the Washington football team. That's how this all got brought up, is that they're investigating the football team for, I don't know, I don't know what. They're, Dan Snyder's a, a racist and misogynist too, but they're just, I guess everyone's okay with it because he has a lot of money and he owns the team. But um, I feel like with this investigation, they're going to uncover something with Goodell. I've got a funny feeling about it. <laughs> heard, it heard it here first. I like I'm not saying, you know, Goodell's like a bad person. But I don't know. I feel like there's going to I feel like something another bombshell is going to be dropping soon on someone very important in the league. Yeah, but is this a like how tremendous is this for the uh Raiders? Like Oh, it's huge. This kills all like their momentum was already killed. This kills it even more this buries at six feet under they you lost the locker room already whoever this new coach is is going in almost blind you know he's got to learn all the playbook he's got to learn all the players he's got to learn everything about this organization with no one to help him so I was I was thinking the Raiders were going to be good. They were going to be a playoff team. I thought they were too. I thought they were going to have a good playoff run. They got two losses. They had to fire their head coach because of off-field problems. I think he resigned. He got fired. There's like they offered him you can get fired or you can resign. And he uh he chose to resign. Who they have a new head coach uh Rich Bizakia. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. He's been an assistant coach with the Cowboys, Chargers, and uh, Buccaneers. The San Diego Chargers. Hi. Um. Uh, he that he is a special teams coach. Oh, that's awesome! Special team coaches are great in the NFL. Or. That was he, sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, I know. He started as a quarterback coach and then did a year, a couple years as a running back coach at Old Miss, and then uh, he was the special teams coach at the Chargers and the Bucks, hmm. and uh, is now a head coach. The only thing that might save the Raiders' season is their schedule. They play the Broncos twice, the Eagles, the Giants, the football team, and the Colts. And, like, those are very winnable games for a lot of teams. Yeah. They play, they're probably going to play a close one with Dallas and a close one with Cincy, maybe, unless Cincy keeps rolling and starts look we'll, we'll get to that. Out. Um,. But they do play the Chiefs twice and the Chargers one more time. And the Browns. And I think those are four losses. But if you're the Raiders, you can still finish with a decent record. 11-6. and six, If you win all the winnable games. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it's just a huge blow to the team. And another thing I'm reading now is that the, the Players Association is petitioning for the NFL to release all of the all 650,000 emails from the investigation. No, don't don't ruin this dude's life. 
he won't be able to go into a bar without being ridiculed. It's not even for him. It's for every other executive. Like, you're going to be seeing tons of old owners or current executives. Oh, like... It, like administration in the NFL. I think it could be interesting. And I really do think that this petition is going to pass. Probably. If I had to guess, yes. Yeah. But um, back to the game that was played. Enough about the Raiders. Justin Fields didn't even have that great of a game. No, not really. If you're looking at playing stats... 12 for 20, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Like, is that a passing touchdown? Because I know, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a passing. It touchdown. was a, it was a pretty good pass. I know, I know, it was to yeah. uh, a tight end. On the, he was on the run. Was it Colcomet? I don't remember. I love Colcomet. He's so underrated. Um, but in any case, know. this wasn't the best game to watch. I don't know how to feel about Fields. Because he's not proving that he should have been traded up to grab in the draft. Mm -hmm. But he's also not proving to be, like, a huge bust. Like, Trevor Lawrence is busting now more than him. We'll we'll get to that one later. Yeah. I'm going to say, we we can go on and on about uh, Trevor Lawrence, but... But yeah, I don't know. Fields is just a weird player right now but i i'm also uh under the thing where don't start rookies unless you have to unless you're belichick unless you have to yeah i would say um like jacksonville and the jets basically had to start jacksonville um, didn't they had Minshew. you could have sat we didn't yeah that's just urban meyer being a bad coach if it were me i would have kept Minshew because he's been the league for a while he could teach trevor lawrence a lot I, and I he loved being in jacksonville he just genuinely liked it gardner Minshew fit in jacksonville yeah and the people of jackson jacksonville liked him it's a thing the people there liked him the fans the thing liked is him. people in jacksonville they want to win and they're like oh we need trevor lawrence we have this you know star we have the star player and then that's great we'll get to that later though um now on to our favorite segment that, that certainly was a game. game um aka the ravens is the ravens we're gonna rename this segment the ravens is the Ravens. it has only been the ravens for the fourth week in a row the ravens have made <laughs> that certainly was a game and i just think it's funny that it's just Baltimore plays the weirdest games. They, they always do. Yeah, it was a game that the Colts were they were you know doing pretty good. Michael Pittman was having himself a day as he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson Wentz was like, "Wow, I remember how to play football," and he looked good. Carson yeah. Wentz had like upwards of three four hundred yards, I think. Pittman got me 21 points in fantasy, even though it didn't matter. But he got me 21 in fantasy, so that's good. And uh, we were playing a game last night, me and Nacho, and uh, he just he just says, "Hey, check the, check the score of the Colts game. Pretty funny." 
So I look, and I'm like, that is pretty funny. It was like 25 to 10. I'm going to bed. You know, I checked the Red Sox game. We would won. I'm like, all right, let's check the Monday night game. And it's tied at 25. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? I watched it. Um... Uh, I'm, I'm, Carson Wentz had 402 yards with two touchdowns, so pretty good. Uh, Pittman had 89 yards, six receptions. Uh, so this was totally in uh Indy's hands. They had it was like I don't remember, but it was not a lot of time left on the clock. All they had to do was go kick a field goal and they win because they won't be able to outscore or tie at that point. And uh. They they don't they don't get up, um, or I forget what the score was, but the Ravens get the ball and then the Ravens just like blown coverage each time. Oh yeah, it was a, they didn't score in the fourth quarter. Um, blown coverage. Lamar Jackson just tosses it up and then they get insane yardage, and then they get a touchdown and then they went for two, and they got it and it was an easy pass to a tight end. And then I'm pretty sure that uh, they there was a turnover, and the Ravens got the ball, and then they did good again, and they scored a touchdown. They uh, they tied, and then uh, they the Colts winded down the clock. Carson Wentz even like QB uh, snuck for two yards, two extra yards to get his kicker. They were already in field field goal range. To get his, yeah. uh, to get Rodrigo, but it was like a couple yards from his, um, from his personal best, and he misses, and it goes far left or f- mm-hmm. far, I think far left. It was, no, it was wide right. I'm pretty sure. It might have been left. And, I thought and, it was in any case, like, gee, it was four seconds left. It was you know you're gonna win the game right then and there and you don't and uh they go up for the coin toss justin tucker says we want the ball because they won the coin toss and then they just score off of like four plays yeah the ravens definitely it was stupid because i get want the hot late. Late. they yeah. get hot late but also i just want to say this was the there this was the second game this week that had over a thousand yards combined between each team. And Lamar had 442 yards passing with four touchdowns. And he had the highest completion percentage at 86 with over 40 passes thrown. So he went 37 for 43, four, four, or 442 yards and four touchdowns. What was his, uh, his quarterback rating was 140.5, which is about 18 off of a perfect rating, which is still very hard to get. But um, Baltimore's kind of rolling right now. Yeah, as much as I hate to say it. They lost to the Raiders in overtime week one and then beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs by one, which everyone was kind of like, okay, that was a good game, whatever. They barely beat Detroit. Yeah. Which is weird because Detroit's bad. Nah, dude. The Lions are goaded. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
I want the Lions to be good so bad, but they're just not. Um, then they crushed Denver, who was undefeated at the time. And then they just barely beat Indy. And it's like... They they wouldn't have won that game if it wasn't for um, Indy's defense was so tired. They, like, they, yeah. just, they couldn't get a break. They were on the field for so long. And they're just dead tired, and that that's yeah. why they won is because you'd think uh Lamar Jackson was back playing college football because his receivers were open by a mile. Yeah, and and from what I heard, uh, the Ravens didn't play a lot of defense in the first three quarters, and then all of a sudden it just clicked for them, and they're good. That exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, that certainly was a game. Ravens are four and one now, and uh, and, let's check out what their schedule looking like. And Indy is one and four, and I feel bad for them. I don't know. They don't exactly deserve to be one and four. They no. just had a tough. They just had a tough schedule, in my opinion. But they're they're certainly not going to be a bottom, you know, team. They're not going. I don't think they're the Ravens are about to gain momentum. They have uh, next week, and we'll talk about it later, but next week against the Chargers, that's a tough game. Bengals, Vikings, Dolphins, Bears. The Bengals are going to put up a fight against them. The Vikings are the Vikings, going to Dolphins, kind of... The Bears are not going to put up a fight. They're going to keel over and die. And then a divisional Brown. Browns game. That's going to be a... That'll be a toss-up. Brown, I think I think they go one and one with the Browns this year. Probably, they beat the Steelers twice. I think. I'm looking forward to that Raven Packers game. I feel like that might get fluxed to a four o'clock game because it's so late in the season. But um, they play the Bengals again, which is again gonna be they're gonna put up a fight. The Rams. Tough opponent and the Steelers again, who they beat. But um, the way the Ravens are playing, they could probably I, win the division. I, I think they can go twelve and five and win the division. I think twelve and five is probably their. Uh, right now, looking at their schedule, twelve and five is their worst case, to me. Maybe eleven and six if they drop a like a gimme game i think i think that they i think they make a one and one the Bengals. honestly yeah the Bengals are gonna i don't think they'll win but they'll definitely put up a tough fight that's how they've just been playing recently but uh yeah let's go to some other games so on thursday night the rams played in seattle and uh, boy, was this a game! I almost put this for for that. Certainly was a game. Yeah. And then Monday night happened, and I'm like, nah. nah. It's so upsetting. Russ is injured. Yeah, Russ had something done with his finger. I saw. I saw it. he after. I don't know if he threw the ball. I don't remember, but he his arm went in a throwing motion into a lineman. I don't remember if it was. Uh, Aaron Donald, but right into a, lo- a lineman's arm and then just destroyed his finger. It looked gross on the replay. Yeah, so 
Um, this is the first time Russell Wilson is missing a game due to injury. Missing a game at all? Yeah. He hasn't like in his, he's, in his career. He hasn't missed a game. He hasn't missed a game since 2012. Um, and he has a chance to return in four weeks. And that's like his time frame. And I think this is probably the best four-week stretch they can go without Russ. Because they play the Steelers, the Saints, the Jaguars, and then they have a bye week. Ooh, no, but the Saints will be on track to... um. That should be LASIK Jameis week. <laughs> oh, yeah. They should. Yeah. They keep going one for one. So next week, whoever the Saints go against uh, is an easy game. Yeah. But, uh, oh, never mind. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, never mind. I, I read no, this week. No, it's who, a, it's who a, is Who is this week? The against... Saints have a bye this week. Oh, they do? I, put, I gotta put, yeah, I gotta put the byes. Down. Oh, wait, does that, does that, the does that carry over or does the bye week count as a 19 Jameis? I guess we'll find out when the Seahawks play this. Because <laughs> if it, if it doesn't count, if it does count, the Seahawks are fucked. If it doesn't count. Then uh, we'll have to find out in week seven. Well, see you there. Um, but yeah, I think it's the best four-week stretch that they can miss him. But he will be on the sidelines. I think they're giving him a playbook, Ooh. and he's gonna. I think Russ might be calling the offense, which I like that. I like that as well. That is great. I. I, I actually genuinely love that. I didn't know I, that. That's awesome. I like when teams do that. When a player goes down to injury or they get sat, they like, and they're a good player, they give them a headset and they say, start calling plays. The Giants did this with Eli in his final season when Dan Jones started taking over. They gave him a headset. He was coaching Eli, or he was coaching Dan through it. He was calling some plays for him. And uh, I, you know, I thought it was a great way for Eli to go out. And, it's a great you know, way if someone wants to get into coaching, especially. Yeah, well, Eli is part of the Giants org. I think he's like a a fan, whatever. He's like a fan ambassador or something. Mm-hmm. But which uh, is a fake job, but it yeah. keeps him in. The... It keeps him in the org. But yeah, you're not playing any divisional games, and you're playing teams that are rel- that have clear weak points. So I think that. Could be Seattle nice. could be fine without him. Like best case, best they best case they go three and zero. Luckily they have that buy. Yeah, I think worst case they go one and two. Drop it to the Steelers and the Saints. I, they beat Jacksonville. There's no way they lose that game, right? No, I. There's absolutely no way. Yeah. So. Um. It sucks for him, but the re- Matthew Stafford kind of popped off. Robert Woods definitely popped off for me in fantasy. Um, yeah, like Stafford went twenty-five for thirty-seven, three hundred sixty-five yards, touchdown and a pick. And Robert Woods twelve receptions for one hundred fifty yards. 
So that was nice. A nice 27 points to start out Thursday, and then Sunday happened, and I cried. But, besides the point, there was a London game this week, too. There was, and it wasn't a Jacksonville game. Did you watch the London game this week? I watched the fourth quarter, like the most of the fourth quarter. I woke up, and it was (laughs) halftime. I went on the breakfast. Sundays are my day where I can sleep in, Mm -hmm. and so I slept in. And I woke up, and it was halftime. And so I watched Kyle Pitts actually pop off. Yeah. He had a a fantastic... I think the Falcons overall just played a good game. Matty Ice was on... Matty Ice was throwing dimes. Matty Ice went 33 for 45, 342 yards and two touchdowns. Kyle Pitts, nine receptions... 119 yards and a touchdown. Video game numbers right there, bro. Which is what they drafted him for. And the Falcons almost blew a lead again as well. They did. Uh the Jets was... were the Jets were down 17-20 or I think I don't know if it was 17-27, but Yeah, they... it was 17-20. It was well, it was 17-20, and then the Falcons scored, and it dipped it a bit. Um, in any case... And then it was 17-27, and then they kicked a field goal, and it uh, ended 27-20. Yeah, they wanted, they went to score a touchdown, and they just couldn't, so they had to kick the field goal, um, which they needed to do anyways, but... And then they could just... They couldn't score, and it was bad. It was just... The Jets... The Jets are bad. Jets are bad team. Yeah, the Jets kicked a field goal with 17 seconds left, and then tried the onside kick. And it um, it was a was bad watching. onside kick. Oh, it was it was probably one of the worst onside kicks I've seen. But it was an onside kick. The field goal was fair. I didn't want them to kick it because you know you'd always want to get the touchdown first. You're down by 10. You need that yeah. onside anyways. If you get the touchdown first, you're going in with a lot of momentum. But they were at like a fourth and twelve situation. Like a fourth and like very long. So I don't blame them for going for the field goal. It's just it is what it is. The Jets aren't great. Zach Wilson had an okay game. Nineteen for thirty two. He's he's getting better. He Zach Wilson is so good. He's such a good athlete because he can run around. He can run out of the pocket and throw it on the run like it's nothing. Like he's standing and someone's mm-hmm. 10 feet ahead of him. There's no question about that. It's just the question about his like quarterback like uh, knowledge and how smart he is and how the right decisions to make. And that's where he needs improvement. Because... The average Mac Jones fan saying this. What? <laughs> Hey, Mac, it's such a Mac 4.0 GPA. I don't want to hear shit. I don't care if you're outside Bama. Kid's smart. I'm going to look up Dan Jones Duke GPA. <laughs> well, I'm curious about this, actually. Well, let me look it up. You mm-hmm. can keep talking. Anyway, so... Uh, and I mean, he's stuck in the Jets organization, so he's probably not going to get much better. I mean, you see what happened to Sam Darnold, and is he he like went from bad, normal bad Jets quarterback to good, and you know I had every Jets fan upset. 
and Zach Wilson is just going to need a lot of time, and I do not think they should have just like given Sam Darnold away. I mean, good for him, and I love how Sam Darnold is doing great, but Zach Wilson really needed to learn under somebody because having three quarterbacks and not one of them taking an NFL snap is a horrible decision, and it, it's not, and it shouldn't work out for you, and it's not for good reason. Dan Jones won MVP of the Reese's Senior Bowl. Nice. <laughs> this is the information I like to see. What about it? What's his GPA? I don't know. I can't find. I'm looking. I can't find it. Um. He made it on the All at ACC Academic Team. Ooh. Which is probably a big. It's probably a big uh accomplishment. Oh, this was in 2016 when he was a redshirt freshman. Very cool. Let's see what his Wikipedia says. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also looking and I can't. Find the yeah, yeah. He originally committed to Princeton. Oh, so he is a smart kid. He is smart. I did not know that. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Barely recruited out of high school and was unranked by... He had 7,000 passing yards and 100 touchdowns in high school. Mm. That's kind of insane. Yeah, I just want to know this kid's GPA. Yeah, me too. What the hell? Um, in any case, that was the London game. Uh, usually it's a Jacksonville game, which... It's next week. This week's the Jacksonville-London game. Wait, there's another one? Yeah, there's another London game. Ah! Jack this is the Jacksonville-London game. There's usually two. I think it's usually the Chargers though, but the Chargers are good this year, so they're not going to send good teams to London. Uh, starting with our one o'clock games, Green Bay in Cincinnati. I watched this whole thing. They need to hire a new kicker. I watched this whole thing. I Jesus Christ! Did they have so many opportunities to win? I'm pretty sure it was like a couple seconds left to you know till the end of the game. And the Bengals had the ball kicking a field goal, and they just didn't make it. And it's like, Jesus, guys, what are you doing? It was, it was such a good game until the last, like, three minutes of regulation. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it was just so, so weird. You know, the bang, they were playing so close. It was 16-14 at half. Um... You know, every time, like, since he scored first, Green Bay scored right after. And then Green Bay scored again since he scored again. And it was like, all right, this is a close game. And then the final two minutes, like, what the fuck? The last, the last seven, here are the last seven, um, yeah, the last seven drives. Missed field goal, missed field goal, missed field goal. End of quarter four. <laughs> In the last two minutes of regulation, there were three missed field goals. 
Overtime starts. Bengals get the ball. The first play, Burrow throws the ugliest interception I've ever seen. I like pull up the highlights right now while I keep talking for okay. this Bengals Packers game. Skip to the end. Skip to, or skip to the beginning of overtime. The first play in overtime was the ugliest interception I've ever seen by Burrow, like by anyone, and Burrow threw Burrow threw it. And then after that, missed field goal, missed field goal. And then finally, Mason Crosby hits a field goal. And a lot of people were skeptical about having him go out and kick it. It was like a 37-yarder. And people were like, oh, I don't know. Maybe they should just go for it on this one. Because it was, it was like two minutes left or something. And uh, he made it. So... Congrats, Green Bay! You won the you won the field goal battle. You made a field goal. What the fuck, Joe Burrow? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Take his Heisman throw. away! <laughs> oh my God, that's so bad! I don't even know who that was to. It didn't look like it was to anyone. It looked like he was throwing it to that defender. Number 83, who is that, Boyd? Yeah, that's Boyd. Golly, throw it out at that point. Yeah, you see why I wanted you to watch that? Yeah, like, I love, I'm, I keep re-watching it. As soon as it left his fingertips, he starts running. The ball has not been caught, and he's running towards the ball. Oh, that's so bad. That is so bad. The ugliest interception I have ever seen. Um... But yeah, the Packers made a field goal and won it. But man, that there were a bunch of games where that could have gone. Like the Rams game and this game could have gone into that. Certainly was a game. Detroit could have gone there. Like probably New England could have gone in there. Sorry, buddy. It it really was though. a game. <laughs> yeah. So, that's that for, for Green Bay since ends in overtime. Man. Uh, the, the next game. Talking uh, with our continuation of pain. Detroit fans, I'm sorry. You deserve to win a game. You really do. You're the best. You're the best, best 0-5 team I think I've ever seen. The most deserving of a win. It's so... And... The whole organization is so upset because they just put in so much work. Um, Like, Dan Campbell was crying in an interview because he sees how much effort his guys put in and how much work they put in. And... You know, he, he care, you could tell how much he cared for the Lions. And he played for the Lions. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so upsetting to see because I, I want the Lions to. I keep saying the Lions are going to win every week, and they don't. And I just want them to win. I think you, I think, yeah, I think you predicted the Lions to win this week. I did because it was a winnable game. Yeah, I predicted not the Lions just because I knew they would. You know, they would fi- figure out how to mess it up somehow. 
Minnesota's been, you know, a decent team. But I did not think it was going to end up like that. That was just sad. Moving on. It's, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, no, no, no. We got to talk about the stat. We got to talk about oh. the funny stat. They're the only team in his in the Super Bowl era to lose off of a 50-yard walk, 50-plus yard walk-off field goal twice in a season. And it is week five. It happened in five games, and they they made history. And I have a, I uh, another funny feeling coming on. I think it's gonna happen at least one more time. It's. I hate to say how much of a possibility it is. It, <laughs> it really, really is. is. They play such tough football. They really like. They really put in so much effort and try to win these games and just get fucked they do they do get fucked. they should have a win against the ravens the ravens shouldn't have even kicked that nfl record field goal because of a missed delay a game call and then i think this was like a 56 yarder too this is 56 and greg joseph had previously missed a 51 yarder to walk it off against was it the Bengals he missed it against or like the Cardinals do not remember I don't remember but it's just sad uh moving on the next game uh, I, I I like this game you like this game uh just do you be- like it for this bottom bullet point that I have yeah I figured. Uh, Denver in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh wins the game because Denver sucks. <laughs> they were three and zero against dog shit teams. Sorry, but yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Don't be sorry. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, and then it was a real, it was like, oh, you know, last week was a real telling how their they're supposed to be elite defense goes against, um, goes against the Ravens. He's declining. And then they shit the bed. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to talk about the Steelers. And then, like, I want, I had Denver winning this game. I think I did too. Uh, no, you had Pitt. Did I? You had Pitt winning this game. Oh, made, because like, last week I said one, Denver was dog shit and that Pittsburgh yeah. will find a way. Yeah. This game and the Detroit game canceled each other out. <laughs> and then I think I bet on Cincy and you bet on Washington. And that canceled each other out. And that's why we have the same prediction. I record. said the football team would win? Yeah, you picked Washington what last week. What a dumbass. Week. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> but, um... Ben had a decent game, 15 for 25, 253 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Denver just could not get the running game going, which I would have assumed they worked on because, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, we didn't even know if he was going to play on Sunday morning because he was in some... Some protocol. I don't know if it was Give us Drew Locke, please. We want Drew Locke. We want, I Drew, want Locke. Drew Locke. I want Drew Locke. Yeah. But, uh, 
So your your quarterback has been playing while injured. I would assume you'd lean on the running game more, and they just did not. He dropped back to pass a lot and was unsuccessful a few times. Drew Locke wouldn't have been. Like Bridgewater, he like he went twenty four for thirty eight. You're having a quarterback coming off an injury throw thirty eight passes. He had two touchdowns and a pick and uh two hundred eighty yards. But like still. Come on, Denver. You gotta you gotta play better than that. Um we hate Peyton Manning. Shut up. Najee Harris had a game though, 122 yards and a touchdown out of uh 23 carries. Mm. Pretty good numbers. But uh there there was a uh loss for Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a loss for Pittsburgh. It is. It's um, a, it's a loss Juju Smith-Schuster is out for the season. Reportedly out for the season. Uh, it's a shoulder injury, right? Dislocated shoulder, I think. Uh, pretty sure it's a shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Just say yeah. Yeah, it is a dislocated shoulder. Yeah. Um, I think I saw that the timetable was like four months, which would bring him back at like. Postseason of Jan- the end of January. If if they so if, if they make it to the Super Bowl, Juju might be back. If they are not. They're not gonna. <laughs> they're not gonna pull a you know lose a bunch of games and then go undefeated like opposite of their last season. Hold on, I just actually got ten emails on my phone at the same time. No. Oh. No, not at the same time. Er, technically at the same time, but not at the same oh, time. Oh, okay. Just call me off guard. You can go ahead. Yeah, but uh, you know, I I saw a um, I saw a meme. I was like, uh, maturing is realizing that Antonio Brown is right. That Juju is nothing without him, and Big Ben is eh. And Juju has been nothing without Antonio Brown. And Big Ben is... He's declining. I mean... Big been, Ben has never been... He's never been, like, the top of the league. Yeah. Like, for quarterbacks. He he has... He sort of has been... The 0-4 quarterbacks are all the same. You can put them in there, and they will be franchise guys. Like, Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning, and Big Ben. You can put them in there, and they will be franchise guys. They will never put up great stats. They will never put up, like, you know, great runs unless you're Eli Manning. And a better... Or, or no, ben, put up, ben has two rings, too. He does. So I was going like, to say, in a better system, they'd have uh, rings. Poor Philip Rivers. I wish he had a ring. I love that guy. I wish he had a ring, too. The 2010... He, he should have won it in 2010. I don't know how, like... How do you that bad at special? I don't know how much football history you know. I'll send you a video later. A bit. I think it's I know. A, it's a secret base video. Great channel. But um, the 2010 Chargers had the number one offense in the league and the number one defense in the league. And they missed the playoffs. Yeah. Because special teams were that bad. 
I do know of this, by the way. Yeah. But, um... That's the year he should have won it. But, I'd, man, I'd, love, I'd love to see him come back as, like, a coach or something and win a Super Bowl. It'd be awesome. I He can be... He'll be coaching in the NFL, I think. Or... If he Maybe wanted not. to, he, he could. He loves high school football, though. He That's does. the thing. He loves coaching high school football. But, anyways, like, Ben will always be, he'll be a franchise guy, but he'll never put up, like, the Mahomes numbers or, like, the Rogers season or Brady. But he'll never a, surpass those guys, but he will be a franchise guy. That that back in the day that you that's not what you got. You didn't you never got Mahomes. You got a guy who could sit in the pocket and make a good throw. Tom Brady's a different breed and we don't count him in that. But Yeah. The, you know that, that's, you don't you don't draft Eli Manning to, you know, run the ball and dive and throw a perfect ball in the Super Bowl. You got yeah. Eli Manning because he's a good quarterback and he has a good mind and he can throw the ball really well. Yeah, and like now that I'm thinking about it, like the teams with the big O lines that let the uh, that just let the quarterback sit in the pocket and do his work, those are the teams that won the Super Bowl. Hmm? Like the first team, even like Joe Flacco, in 2012, like he beat out Colin Kaepernick. That was a dual threat quarterback, but just by doing that, it's also because his defense was cracked, but best besides the point the giants in 2011 i always think of the like whenever i think of how bad the giants o-line is now i just think back to 2011 that was probably one of the best o-lines i've ever seen in football like all big name like players and they played really well they kept him up in that super bowl to let eli make his clutch plays and fuck you now now it's <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> um and now like the position is evolving to where you need you have to you're you're not gonna be drafted if you yeah. if you can't run like unless you have a perfect art like we drafted mac jones because that's how patriots play football but yeah like mac jones is probably the yeah, he's the only quarterback out of this draft. Like he has the least mobility out of the first three rounds, at least, or out of the first round. He has the least mobility, but he's you can still see him scramble for a few yards. He has gone the first down by running. Justin Fields and Trey Lance are both like Dude, dual they were drafted by... because they run. Yeah, Zach Wilson's got mobility, not like a ton, but he has mobility to like throw on the run and escape. Yeah, he doesn't have mobility to like he's run at, touchdowns. He's He's good at scrambling, not yes. really design stuff. And Trevor Lawrence, he's he's got some mobility too. He's the same thing as Zach Wilson, I think. Mm-hmm. He's got a great arm when he decides to not throw it to the other team. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like, and now you're seeing like Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, like these are all, you know, all these dual threat guys are taking over the league. Um. And now, you know, you don't sit in the pocket for 20 seconds anymore. And that's also because the D-line has a too. Like, you see TJ Watt, the highest paid defensive player ever. Like, you see him coming at you. You don't want to throw that ball away. You know, 
you got to either throw it away or take the sack when you can't run. So that's why you, you need to run. Unless you have the most accurate arm and you're Mac Jones and you don't need to. Because you just throw dimes. Yeah, yeah, okay. How many times has Mac Jones been sacked this season? We, I, 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 I would, I would talk about that if we were on that game because I have a lot to say about that. But speaking of which, uh, we'll get to that in a couple. Moving on, my my old man, TB12, shat on my division, which I loved because it's a loss for an, a division rival. Um, 45-17 Tampa Bay in Miami. And Tom Brady was like, yeah, I'll just throw for 400 yards, five touchdowns. Because, you know, I, I thought he was regressing. I thought Tom Brady was going to start at, like slowing down, and you know, maybe he's Brady not going to make it. He's not going to make it till fifty, and then Brady's like, "Oh wait, yeah, I'll play till 50 and just decides the ball out. Brady remembered about all the times he lost in Dolphin Stadium. That's true. All those, all those like week seventeen games, where he's just you know they're playing for. He's playing for a playoff seat at that point, and he just loses. Like, you know, Brady remembers that, and he said, fuck these fins, am I right? And actually just destroyed them. Yeah, it was quite the showing for uh, the Bucks, and I could have put this in either the my best or worst, or probably... Ah, it's hard to yeah. say because it's like was it the Bucks who did great or the Dolphins who did bad? But it's also both, and I don't think I could put it in best or worth. Oh. That's my bad. I hit my mic. <laughs> um, but it, this could have been certainly was a game because again, Bucks did really great. Dolphins did really bad, and uh, you know they don't have Tua. Jacoby Brissett pulled a hammy, so that's not great. Did it? Who, no. Who who do they have on their depth chart? Oh, let's check that out. Cause I yep. remember it was. I remember it was someone here. I like. I had never heard of this guy before. Oh, I'm very let's curious check. to see who um, is. It was. It was. Reed Sinet. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Who the fuck yeah. is this guy? Let's check his career. He's a, he, his career, little so. smile. He's oh, he's from San Diego. San, San, wait, that's not even San Diego State. That's just San Diego. Yeah, oh, that's how you know he, it's good. He played college in San Diego. Oh, somewhere. Oh, he was with the Bucks this year. Was it, wait this year? Apparently, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna guess he was an undrafted free agent because I don't know who he is. There's no, yeah, there's no, this is his first season. Un, yeah, undrafted, so he was an undrafted, so free, undrafted agent. free agent. Uh, the Bucks picked him up, and then he was waived with final roster cuts, and then the Dolphins picked him up. Wow. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> and um, he, yeah. uh, don't, don't know. He only started his senior year in high school. 
Oh, that's awesome. How do you make it to the NFL? His only starting year in high school was his senior year, 2,202 yards, 16 touchdowns. Yeah, he is on a rookie minimum one-year deal right now. He had an offer from Penn State. Oh, no, 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 my bad. He had had an offer from Penn Quakers football program. Penn Quakers College. It's an Ivy League. Nice. Or, no, the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia is what it is. And their mascot is the Quakers. Cool, and he decided to enroll in San Diego. And mind you, on Wikipedia, oh, here we go, San Diego Toreros football team, University of San Diego. Nice, good for him. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's not good. If um, that that that's not good. If uh, that's what the Dolphins have to deal with. No. It isn't. But not much to say about that. Just Tom Brady balled yeah. out. Moving on. Also, uh, some dude some some dude turned ten dollars into ten thousand dollars by hitting a fourteen game parlay. Ooh. So that's pretty sick. Um anyways. Why did you pick the football team over New Orleans? Probably because I dislike New Orleans because we Fair. lost to them. But um yeah. The football team keeps showing how their uh, defense is Damn. pretty dog shit. And then Jameis is like, oh, wait, I got LASIK. And just tosses the ball up. Imagine losing to the Saints. Could not be me. He just tosses the ball up. And then they uh, his receivers catch it for touchdowns. And on the other side of the ball, uh, Heineke gets two interceptions. Yeah, I watched the highlights for this game. Um, Heineke did not look great. He looked below, well below average. But, um, I don't know. It was just a weird game. Jameis played... Jameis played by drive. It wasn't... You know, we've been talking about how he plays each game. You know, weird. He plays like LASIK or 2019 Jameis. Mm-hmm. He played each drive kind of like that. He either threw like a bu- like chunk plays, getting, you know, moving the ball downfield, getting touched down, or just getting sacked, throwing a, a stupid pick. Like, he, it was such a weird game. I don't even like know how to describe it. That's all I gotta say about it. Uh, is there's not much to say about this game either. Uh, you know, LASIK Jameis can do good, and the football team sucks. Uh, I have something from Adam Schefter that I want to add in. Uh, the Buccaneers have removed their former Super Bowl winning head coach John Gruden from their Ring of Honor. Nice. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have advocated for purposeful change in the areas of race, relations, gender equality, diversity, and inclusion for many years. While we acknowledge John Gruden's contributions on the field, his actions go against our core values as an organization. Therefore, he will no longer continue to be a member of the Buccaneers' Ring of Honor. Damn. Their their first Super Bowl winning coach. And then he just had to say something racist. Just had to. 
did. And I uh, don't like that guy. No, I'm not a huge fan of him. I liked his style of, like, coaching, too. Like, he, he's another dude who's like, let's play fucking hard-nosed football, win in the trenches, and we'll, you know, the rest will smooth itself out. It and- sucks when guys like this, you know, people... You could you could add this to the... um, I mean, not they're not included at all, but Deshaun Watson, great football player, you know, not talking about what his off-the-field stuff. But he's a great football player, and then you add his on the field or off the field stuff, and you're like, "What the hell?" And it sucks because it ruins these guys' careers because they're just stupid. You know, you're you're in such a high position that you've worked so hard for, and that you know, a lot of people talk about it's not a privilege. You know, you work hard and you earn your spot, and then you're stupid and you ruin it. Like, wh- what what is wrong with you? Yeah, a a lot. It 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 upsets me so much. I I stutter. I can't find the words. It upsets me. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's whatever. Moving but on. back to back to the football team. Oh. Um, the Washington defense did not play good. They haven't. They're supposed to be the some elite team, and they're just dog shit. They haven't played good in a while. And, like, everyone's been hype on them because their, their front four is, like, oh, so good. And it is. But when they can't get through, because teams have already figured that out, that you got to get the ball out quick. Like, it's not... You can't hype it up that much. And I think Chase Young is regressing this year as well you know obviously you know it's hard to keep up with you know rookie of the year stats but i don't even know what what he has put up this year see he has one sack one fumble oh no he had a sack and fumble in this game all right let's see regular season regular season he has 16 tackles one sack one fumble one pass defended that's it yeah, when you think about defenders this season, Chase Young does not come up in your mind. No. Chase Young definitely does not come up. He's he's one of like the last people you think of. Even on this team, I don't think of Chase Young as the first defensive player. I would think of like Deron Payne or Jonathan Allen cuz they've been putting in a lot more or Montez Sweat. They've been putting in a lot more work. Even Janoris Jenkins. Is, no, is it Jenkins? No, it's Landon Collins. That's the one, I think. Landon Collins is on this team. Even so, uh, it's difficult to have... Because people have a good year and then they regress. And you go, what the hell? You know, you're supposed to have good years like this all the time. And it's very difficult to. Yeah. And speaking of, I just see something on the side. Like on the sidebar of ESPN that says, Should the Washington football team regret drafting Chase Young over Justin Herbert? Um, well, that, that's because we have, you know, future knowledge of what happened. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have drafted Justin Herbert in the moment either. Justin Herbert was expected to 
what sit on the bench for at least half a year mm-hmm. like minimum and then someone on the charges just said yo what if we stabbed him in the lung what if we stabbed tyrod taylor in the lung let this rookie play out huh someone and said he, whoopsies and then he won some games it was crazy but yeah anyways moving on philly at carolina 21 to 18 philly takes the win which I did not expect. I did not expect. We both predicted Carolina for this game, by the way. Because they've been doing great. Yep. Um, Darnold threw three picks. Is that a problem? Uh, you. I don't think you can base problems like that off of a week. So it is a cause for concern, but I don't think it is a cause for panic. I think it could be a cause for panic because when you think about the team that they are playing, you're at home, you're against the Eagles, mm-hmm. who are running a second-year quarterback with a team of like young receivers who aren't great and Miles Sanders. And you, you're facing a defense who I think they were without Fletcher Cox and or Brandon Graham, one of their like like their top defenders. And you throw three picks. And like all of its last minute too. You people like again, I, I don't think it could be cause for too much concern because people have off days. You know, you think of week one, Aaron Rodgers was dog shit and he was supposed to win that game you know i i i I think you gotta give that's why i say if if he does the same thing next week panic that's that that's not great panthers fans but one week people have bad weeks it's just it happens it's going to happen and uh you know i don't i don't think it's it's obviously not great but we gotta just we win it out a little bit. It it'll hopefully work itself out. Yeah, Sam Darnold only threw for 177 yards and a touchdown. He finished with a 44.5 passer rating, uh, which is not good. If you throw the ball into the ground every play, I think your passer rating is like 33 and a half or something. But, yeah, like, he threw half of his picks in this game. He has six touchdowns, six picks this season. Uh, He threw for 56.8% completion rating when his average now is 65.6. So that probably brought it down by a lot. Mm -hmm. But, um... You lose against two NFC East opponents. And he played a decent game against Dallas. But another two picks there. That's the thing. Two picks there. He had 300 yards and two touchdowns, two picks. Again, I I just think he needs another week. Uh, You know, the Eagles are a strange team. They have hints of being good and flashes of being I don't know. dog shit. They're, 
Uh, they're like the Saints, basically. Yeah. If um, Jameis was a team. If Jameis was a team, it's the Eagles. Yeah, and we'll get into their matchup this week later. But I've got, I've got some things to say about their matchup. But whatever. Uh, next game, Tennessee in Jacksonville. 37-19 Titans. I think the Jags go 0-17. It is I don't think they so possible. And, you know, it, I, I'm at a loss for words at this point. Like, I mean, one thing I think you should do, I don't know if this is considered a hot take, fucking fire Urban Meyer. He can't do it. I I know he's in a bad team. He he hasn't shown that he's going to do anything. He took over a bad team, which fair, he, he's going to struggle. He took over a bad team, but he implemented a bad system. He had the number 1 overall pick, you know, everyone knew who it was going to be. There was no debate that mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence was going number 1. And, you know, you can't really say anything in the moment because that's you don't know you know you don't know how they're going to perform in the league you've seen trevor lawrence perform in high school and in and at the top one of the top colleges for football um so you know you easily take him i don't they haven't been utilizing him correctly they don't have i think they have the pieces on offense i really do yeah. Like Marvin Jones, a healthy DJ Shark could be good. Jamal Agnew's been playing well. Uh, Schnault has been playing out of his mind, I'm pretty sure. And then you had James Robinson and Carlos Hyde. ETN just got unfortunate on the uh, on the IR, right? Yeah. Like carrying his Achilles early on. But like the only really downside to this offense is the line. And, you know, you have to get used to Trevor Lawrence getting it out quick. Trevor Lawrence had all that time at Clemson, all with all those big guys in front of him. And now you move to one of the worst ones in this league. And you got to just teach him to get it out quick. The defense, it doesn't blow game totally, to say the least. They but have not been spectacular. I don't they know. haven't been great. You're, you're, have... you're trying to get away from it. Their defense is kind of bad. They have Miles Jack, Shaquille Griffin. Like, they have uh, Josh Allen, linebacker. Like, they have names, just not, like, the full set, like, the full pieces. I love how they have Josh points. Allen, the defensive player, had a good couple games, and everybody was like, this is... Everybody's going to know the name Josh Allen. And then quarterback Josh Allen came in the league. Yeah. Were they? No, they weren't in the same draft class. Josh Allen, linebacker, was the year later. Because I wanted the Giants to draft him. And then we drafted Daniel Jones. So I have to be happy about that. You wanted Josh Allen? I wanted to draft Josh Allen at 6. And then we probably could have taken Jones at 17. But instead we took Jones at 6 and we took Big Death. Big Dick Dex at seventeen, which I'm not, I'm not too upset about anymore. At the time, I was like, "What the fuck are we doing?" And now I'm kind of like, "Eh, 
What was Bob? Was Josh Allen seven? Yeah, Josh Allen's taking the pick right after. Cause uh, Kyler went number one, and then Bosa went number two. And then that was the draft where the Raiders chose Cleveland Farrell at number four, so they wasted a draft pick. Um, and I don't remember the rest. It was twenty nineteen. But um, the Jacks have some blunt defense. They can't keep, you know. I don't know. They're just bad. Badly coached. Not the best players. Mixes with off-field drama. The, the Urban Myers has the not Jack- been making good yeah. decisions coaching-wise. Like, honestly, like, you got swindled for that Minshew trade. You I should have kept him. I think he he's done in the league after this year. Whether he takes the USC job or anything else. Maybe maybe we'll get lucky and he'll take the UConn job. No. Could you imagine Urban Meyer, the UConn head coach? No. Well, I don't that want him as so my... Then so I, I'd have to email him saying, Hey, Mr. Urban Meyer, can I tr- walk on to your team? I hate that. You have to email him and be like, Coach, I can't go to practice. I'm sick today. Coach, I can't go to practice. I went to a bar and had some lady <laughs> laugh dance. My girlfriend's mad at me. Yeah. Oh, did you see that Urban Meyer's wife got off Twitter? Well. No? I'll take that as a no. no. She tweeted, like, she tweeted something, but she's like, I'm done with Twitter. Because everybody was tweeting at her, I bet. Her Twitter must have been blowing up. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I hate all the negative things people are saying about, you know, everything going on. And I'm like, yeah, because your husband's an asshole. Um, But yeah, she's off Twitter now. All right, next game. Aww. You want to talk about this one? Yeah. I watched the entirety of this game. You watched the whole game? I feel <laughs> so bad. I feel worse now. I felt bad. Now I feel worse. Well, actually, I watched most of the game, and then I drove to work and put the radio on. And then when I got to work, I got to work early, so I was sitting in the parking lot watching the rest of the game on my phone. And... Okay, first off, we were missing four starting offensive linemen because they were because they were injured. Four starting offensive linemen were out. Um, Mac Jones only got sacked once, though. Yeah, but the um, oh wait, yeah, we were talking about sacks earlier. How many sacks do you think Mac? How many times do you think Mac Jones has been sacked this season? Uh, six? Eleven. Really? Four against Tampa. One against Miami. Two against the Jets. Two against the Saints. One against... Damn. Um... Mac Jones had a... Had a 95.3 passer rate. I'm gonna say, Mac Jones, I think he had 20 consecutive balls. Th- uh, like, he went 20 for 20. But- or something. He got, 20, he got 23 for 30, 231 yards. Yeah, yeah I think 
I don't remember if it was like 19 for 19 or 20 for 20, but then he missed like the next three or four throws. Um, He was trying out the deep ball a little bit more. He's getting a little more comfortable throwing it. Um, For some reason, our defense, like New England defense was just bad. You know, Matt Judon got a sack and, but still like it didn't do much. And, our defense was just giving up so much. And Dave, it made Davis Mills look like the perfect draft pick because Davis Mills was just chucking it up there. And then his receivers were just out in the open and they caught it. And it was like, and there was one play, I forget. I think it was um, McCordy missed a tackle on a catch, which led to a touchdown for the Texans which was stupid because it's like, how many times have you made that tackle and you can't make that one? Yeah. Um, and we, we won. Well, also, uh, we missed a extra. Yeah. The first two, um, the Texans went down and scored and then the Patriots went down and scored and they both missed their field goals. And I think it's because they made Nick Folk, uh, kick in the rain for his best. And, um, it like, set his mind out and it was he was not having it but then he he made a a field goal next and he was back in it but it was an you know we came out with the win that's great um i didn't know if we were going to but we ended up kicking that uh field goal uh it was an it was an ugly win our defense needs to get a lot better i think you know, it sucks to say, but we're not going to have a high record season this year. But it will help us get a pretty good draft pick, and I think we're just going to have we have to take a corner. We don't have to, we don't have a lockdown corner. I mean, uh, oh god, what's his name? J.C. Jackson. No, well, J.C. Jackson was doing all right. Um, no, he wasn't. He was doing all right last week. Uh, no, um, he wears number two. Why can't I think no, I of his name? Know. The Green Goblin, they call him. Oh, I don't uh, know who this is. He was on the Eagles. Why can't I think of his name? Um, Jesus, help me. What is this kid's name? He's a corner. He's on the, he's on the Patriots? Yes. He... Alright. Golly, why can I not depth, think of his name? Uh, this depth chart. Help me, please. I'm trying, bro. All right, let's read off your corners. I just mean that. Jalen Mills. Yeah, Jalen Mills. Gotcha. I I, I almost said Mills, but I wasn't like extremely confident. Yeah, Yeah, he he was out for the game, which kind of sucked because he's been doing pretty good for us. Um, we we need we need better defense. Like our our offense is doing fine. Uh, we're definitely gonna draft a receiver, um, but we need we need better defense. We could go. We could get another lineman too. That wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, I was talking with one of my friends last night, and he's like, "I think Belichick is done with Hightower," and I'm like, "Hightower yeah, didn't have that great of a game." Well, he's slow, and the whole job of the middle linebacker is to be fast. So that way you can stop the run on the inside. You want to be strong and fast. I think middle. I think middle linebacker is probably the most athletic position because you need to be big to stop that inside run, and you need to be fast to stop the outside run. And like that's your, you know, your 
main role. Um, but you also need to be able to have the agility to go into coverage. And I, you know, Dante Hightower, he's kind of old, kind of slow. He is in his, he he's fit. in his ninth season as a linebacker and he hit you know lie you know defensive players who hit guys their careers are shortened every hit you Um, you might be better off honestly putting him at a defensive end or edge rusher position the way he's been playing because if he can use power you know like he's still a strong guy yeah if he can use like his power moves and like uh you know he's really get, good get through the whole you know, line you know i now that you say that i think you're right because he's great at blitzing on the outside yeah he had that um the in the super bowl he had a i don't remember if he uh he caused the ball to get out of um oh geez what super nice. bowl was it yeah i'm forgetting oh there's so many <laughs> well, must be nice huh it is. Fuck you. Was it? Uh... I don't remember. But he had a great uh, play where the ball was stripped. And um, because he's great at blitzing. Because he's a strong guy. He could push past guys. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was, I think it was the, yeah, it was the Falcons. Uh, the last one. No. No, our our recent one was against the uh, the Rams. Oh, the Rams! I always forget the Rams one exists because it was. It was <laughs> Which I one? I try to block that game. I try to block that game out of my memory. Hey, we it was, that was the, the prettiest. That was the that was the biggest scam of a Super Bowl I've ever seen. Yeah, that was. I don't know. The Bucks Chiefs one was almost worse than Patriots Rams. Anyway, what a, what a coincidence Tom Brady was in both of them. Um, oh yeah. Uh but, we we need better defense. You know, we almost lost to Houston. Davis Mills didn't play terrible, but it's also because let, our defense kind of shat the bed and our running backs could Houston not get to scored, anything. You guys let Houston score 22. Yeah, we did. What did Davis Holy shit, Davis Mills had a day. No, yeah, Davis oh, Mills, Davis Mills balled out against us. I'm not going to lie. Twenty-one for twenty-nine, three hundred and twelve yards and three touchdowns, no picks. Well, most of the actually had a day. Most of those yards are on like huge, like deep balls. Still yards, bro. No, no, I'm I'm not refuting it. I'm just saying, like it was against blown coverage. I just think it's funny that Houston was up twenty-two to nine at there, one point. Oh my god, there was stupid ass play where he was running out of bounds and he just chucked it at like you know how Mahomes like it it wasn't like that, but in the Super Bowl how Mahomes just like last effort yeah. chucked. He did that and he just threw it downfield and it was caught and I hit it. so pissed <laughs> off. Oh man, and Sports Center's not gonna show it because it's Houston. <laughs> it was awful. All That's right. funny. Final game that we didn't watch before this episode. We def. Oh wait, no. Can I go back on Mac Jones real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Mac Jones has had one bad game, and I I think if he didn't have the game against New Orleans that he did, he would be easily, like I'm saying, easily considered the best rookie by far. 
You wouldn't say he's the best? Wait, best rookie or rookie quarterback? I'm saying rookie quarterback. Well, rookie, actually. Now that I'm saying, I think he probably would be considered the best rookie if he didn't have this New Orleans performance. He went 30 for 51 for 270 with a 58.8 completion. One touchdown, three interceptions. 55 rating. If he didn't have that game. It wasn't a great game. His average rating right now is 86.4. If he didn't have that game, he would be at a 97.1. He would have only two interceptions and still four touchdowns. We almost so two won to that ratio. game, too. We just could not, against the New Orleans, yeah. we just could not get in the, like, we got in the red zone and we just couldn't convert. We couldn't not yeah. get in the end zone. His average, com- or his completion percentage right now is a is 71.1. It, had that game not happened, it'd probably be around 75, 76. So I think if that game hadn't happened, Mac Jones is averaging a 97, like 97 pass rating, 75% completion. I think a lot of a lot of ESPN is talking about Mac Jones a lot more. And week after week, he's getting way more comfortable with deep balls because week one... He threw one and it didn't work, and he got scared. And he, he's he's terrified of throwing it deep because he thinks it's going to get picked. Yeah. But he also needs to realize that he throws dimes, and it's in the right spot, and he has to trust his receivers. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Next game, we definitely did not watch this before. Uh, San Fran at Arizona. Arizona wins 17-10. Uh, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance got his first, uh, first NFL start. What'd you think? What do you think of him? Um, he he has the talent to play in the league. Obviously, he was drafted very high, and he's a dual threat quarterback. He can run the ball. I saw some design runs, which I don't agree with because why would you want your rookie quarterback running that much? I I saw somewhere he just scrambled and ran a little bit, and those were good decisions. But he really needed Jimmy Garoppolo to stay healthy because he's not ready. Like, you can see the talent is there and, you know, the willingness to be great and win games is there. But he's not ready. He needs time to sit. Yeah, he's such a raw prospect. Like, Yeah, he has insane. so much talent that you can perfect and make so good. And he's, he just, you can't start him. You cannot mm-hmm. start him right now. And they, they don't have a choice, but you cannot, like, if if they had the option to, they obviously wouldn't. You know, they kept putting him in a couple plays here and there. But it is, I hate seeing him being put in. I hate, yeah. you know, it's, it's great because everybody wants every player in the draft to play right away. And quarterbacks, are, you know, if you want them to be a franchise guy, you have to sit them and you have to make them learn for a little bit before they're ready. And it's just, again, we talk about this all, all the time because Justin Herbert, it, you know, he balled out his rookie year and now everybody's like, rookie should be ready. And I get I get the idea, but it's just not true because the quarterback position, not to say that every position isn't hard. I feel like the quarterback position is so much because you have to be so smart, you have to be so talented, and you have to do so much that not every position has to do. And yeah, and Freelance actually did get injured. 
into in this game. He did. He had a, yep. Uh, he had an MRI on Monday. He's not expected to miss a lot. It was a knee sprain. Oh. But uh, yeah, he took a lot of hits, which he's just got to learn. You know, throw the ball away, and maybe you'll get a call, fifteen on one of those, knowing NFL refs. But uh, they're lucky they're going into the bye week. Because if they had to play either an in like somewhat injured Lance or a somewhat injured Garoppolo, like I don't know. And I think Garoppolo's still injured somewhat. He's no, he's questionable. He's not a hundred percent, but he's questionable. But I don't know. Playing Lance is still just so risky. It is. I I want him to succeed. You know, you always want to see guys succeed. And for him to succeed, he needs to sit and learn. And yeah. It, it's just it's just the San Fran, you know, it's just they their players get injured too often. It's just how the culture honestly is there. That's just what happens. Yeah. And we'll get into we'll get into injuries in a little bit. So we we have a small segment on it. Probably won't take too long. But Arizona's look good. Oh, of course, they they there were so many great catches. They're there, only five and O team. Um, could they go seventeen and O? No, I, I say they could. No. I don't think they will, but they they could. No. Why not? Their schedule. They have to play the Rams again, and they play the Packers and the Browns at some point so and they still play the seahawks twice and the seahawks you know they're not a bad team they have upset potential but oh we never even talked about geno smith yeah we'll get to it later he played he he played all right i don't think seattle fans were he only played for like a quarter and a half not even but yeah arizona's look good Everything is clicking for them. Offense looks spectacular with Kyler Murray. Their defense looks really good with Buda Baker in the backfield and J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones up front. There's there's not much to say about them. They're just a really solid football team. Yeah. And that brings us to predictions. So, we both went 12-4 and four this week. Uh, I think we both missed out on Carolina and what other game? Um, we both missed out on Carolina and Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. And then And then I was wrong about you were wrong. Saints and Lions. You were wrong about Yeah. No. I don't know. I said the I said yeah, the you did say football team would win yeah. and the Lions would win. You're wrong about Saints and Pittsburgh winning. I was wrong about um or Saints and whatever. I was wrong about Denver and the Giants. I thought the Giants had it. They didn't. So that leaves no perfects, by the way. No one guessed a perfect score. So Nacho's twenty and two or or twenty and twelve. I'm 22 and 10, two games up. Uh, 
so let's get into let's get into some injuries. I've seen a, I saw a couple things that are like, why are there so many injuries this year, and should we get rid of the turf field because you know it's possible causation. I have a lot to say about that. But oh it, yeah, go it, go off on turf field real okay. quick. Fuck you, whoever said that. Who's who's the pussy ass bitch who said that? Turf fields are so much better. <laughs> okay, especially like it could be a if it's a hot day, you know the ground could be real soft. If it rained before the ground, the grass is wet, and you know if if you're on if it's a cold day. Uh, especially if it's a cold day and the and the dirt gets frozen, that, that it's like impossible to play on that. It's so bad, especially with cleats. The turf fields are so much better that that you feel them and it's great. And you've been playing on turf fields for how long? And you're gonna complain about it? You know, there's a big debate about it. I personally think that, or the the correct people think that turf fields are better because they just are. They feel better. Yeah, the turf is gets hot, but. It's that's football. Don't be a pussy. Well, the thing is, a lot of these injuries are happening. Like almost all of them are happening on the turf. Uh, like there were so many injuries this week. There've just been a shit ton of injuries in general. Like, uh, let's roll through some of the important ones. As I Be- see, the before team. you say that, I don't, don't think worry. I don't think the injuries would have not happened if it was on a grass field. It's not like I know I I say how much I like turf better. It's not that much of a change, especially how like I know in Lambeau Stadium, is it Lambeau Stadium or Lambeau Field? Lambeau Field. Okay, I had to saw myself. Uh, that I watched a video on how their ground works and it's heated and the ground's nice, so it's like at perfect conditions. So I know that the ground isn't bad. Um. It that's just not. I don't think the injuries are caused by the turf. You know, I do not think that you get this heated over turf. I it's better. I just I like turf so much better. I don't like. I do not like grass fields. I think they're just bad. Yeah. I, Again, it's not that of... much of a difference, but it's it's a feelable difference. And I think with turf, is because when you plant your foot in the turf and you move it around, it sticks. And I feel like it makes cutting a little bit easier. Well, that's the whole thing of when you you plant and it sticks, and these you know you got these guys doing this so often, doing it at practice, doing it in games, or doing it in pre like warm ups, and they're doing it so much that when it sticks and they lift out, something happens with their knee. That's why a lot of hamstring injuries. You had I think Russell Gage was with a hamstring, uh, what is it? Did Brissett tweak their hamstring? Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Julio Jones, uh, AJ Brown, all of these wide receivers are out with hamstring injuries. And, you know, it's it's just speculation, but it could be because of, you know, but also planting. Planting out onto her field. Think of how many think of how many years like, how many years uh Julio Jones has been playing on a turf field. Think of how long people have been playing on turf fields. And, like, what, you know, this year has been a crazy year for injuries. It's not like this. Last, ever, last year was a crazy year, too. The past few years, it's just there's been a lot more injuries. Remember, like, week two last year when everyone uh, went down? Yeah, I guess. 
half the Niners organization went down. And that's just because they're the Niners. But, like, it doesn't, I said it sticks, but it doesn't stick that much. I don't know. But when, well, when you're doing it 40 whatever times a game, times a day. I, I get it. For every day. I just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that big of a problem. It's just an argument for, you know, debate. I just, you know, I saw something about it. So I'm like, ooh, this would be fun to talk about. I think it's wrong. But, um, personally, I, I like, just, just honestly, just my experience playing on both fields, I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like it's the cause. I just don't. All right. Well, you heard it here first. Nacho doesn't believe in turf field hate. Yeah, I have love for turf fields. They're just nicer. They hurt more, yeah. though. Yeah? Yeah, turf burn sucks. Like, you, you slide across turf the wrong way. You... Ugh. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, you know, you stomp on a grass field enough, and it'll eventually, the dirt will start coming up, and that's when they suck. Yeah. But I guess, like, when you first start playing, and it's, um... You just like you stomp in the grass instead of going into the dirt. Okay. But also, you know, linemen tearing up the the grass all the time. You know, you're gonna have to run over where the linemen are going. Yeah. Eventually, so turf fixes itself. It's good. If you like grass, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into our <laughs> previews and predictions. So. Four teams will have a bye week starting from now until, like, week 13, I think. 14, maybe. I don't know. But uh, four teams get a bye week. This week, it's Saints, Niners, Jets, and Falcons. Uh, the Jets and Falcons are in England right now because uh, London game. So they're having fun over there. And the Niners are attempting to recover, and the Saints are just chilling. Uh, first game, Thursday night, Tampa Bay, seven-point favorites at Philly. Who you got? Oh. With the way Tom Brady's been balling out, I think – I don't think it's going to be – I'll just put Tampa Bay 14. Tampa Bay 14? Yeah. I had Tampa Bay by seven. I think I think Tampa wins by seventeen. It's got to be three scores, right? It's Tom Brady in prime time. Oh, oh! It's a Thursday. It's short week, but still, it's prime time. He does have a he does uh, have an in, in, a finger injury too. I think it was like a on what hand? I don't know. I I think it was on throwing. Ooh, this this changes. But uh. Um, his uh, it's, thumb. It's, like, he's expected to play. Oh yeah, it's his it's his thumb. Um, he's expected to to start and play the whole thing. No serious injury. On, oh, it is his throwing hand. I'm guessing he just yeah. stubbed it. It happens. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Um, what's his prime time record? I dude, there's probably so many fucking games he's played in prime time. Uh, ooh. He's playing Philly. Does it really even matter? Okay, uh, because I, I kind of want to say 21 now. 
21. Oh, okay. I kind of, because he's been balling out. Uh, how? What have the Eagles done this season other than this past game? I don't remember. Other than Carolina, they've they beat someone else. How have you? Who who'd you beat? You beat the Falcons. Yeah, they beat the Falcons week one. Lost Niners, kind of close. Lost Cowboys. Lost Cowboys by 20, 21 Tampa Bay. 21 Tampa Bay. Final 21 answer. Tampa Bay? All right. Uh, nice. All right. Oh, fuck. I hit my <laughs> mic again. <laughs> God damn it. All right. The next London game. They're sending two bad teams over. Oh, yeah. Miami. In Jacksonville, how much? How much you got Miami by? Oh man, because I think Jacksonville could actually win this game. No, eh. think, I can see it. Think happening. of how think of how they played against the Bengals. I can see it happening. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, how they played against the Bengals. What about how they just played against the Titans? They got fucking stomped All right. by a team that's like, everyone's like, oh, they're regressing hard. They got stomped. Let's go Duval, Jacksonville by seven. No way, bro. You Jackson, Jacksonville lose. by three. Jacksonville by three? Yeah, you keep lowering that number. Why is that? <laughs> Jacksonville by one. <laughs> yeah yeah no way bro you're done oh what if i say jacksonville by two you wanna lose jacksonville by a safety hell yeah i'm with it jackson nah jacksonville by game winning field goal let's go duval yeah yeah all right fuck you dolphins all right next up rams giants how much you gonna lose by how much are they how much are we gonna lose by What was your score? Uh, this year, last game. What was the score? We lost to Dallas, forty-four to twenty. Uh, we lose to the Rams by twenty-four. I think. I was gonna say twenty-one, but no, twenty. I'll say twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Okay, I say twenty-four. Uh, Green Bay. Four and a half point favorites at Chicago. Fourteen. No. Seventeen. Four, Seventeen. Yeah. Uh I'm going twenty one. Hmm. That's fair. I'm going twenty one. Uh Cincinnati, three and a half point favorites at Detroit. No, because I know the Bengals are gonna win, but I want the Lions to win. You could always predict the I think this is this They're is not going to though, because I trust This is possibly a winnable game. No? <sighs> I like you think so? my heart wants to give it to the Lions, but I don't think they can win it. I don't. Uh Bengals by the thirteen. Thirteen. I'm saying Bengals by six. No, Bengals by Bengals by six. Bengals by ten. Bengals by six. They're gonna lose off a last second touchdown. All right. That's how it's gonna. That's how it's gonna end. Oh, right. Houston no. at 
it is. At... What? You're right. Oh, no. <laughs> Houston at Indy. Nine. Indy's nine and a half point favorite. Indy fourteen. Indy fourteen. Yep. Indy seventeen. You know, I don't. I don't think Houston. I don't know. Houston's, Houston's not keeping that momentum. Weird. No, they 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 lost momentum. I don't know. Uh, Kansas City seven point favorites at the football team. How much Man. you got? Win what do you got? Football team win whole game. Uh, yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say how much you got the Chiefs by, and then realize you're gonna be like, that's oh, winnable. No, uh, Chiefs by thirteen. This... <sighs> Chiefs by fourteen. I go one over you. Oh damn, that's tragic. <laughs> uh, Minnesota one point favorites at Carolina. Carolina fourteen. Carolina 14? Hell yeah. Wow. No, I Carolina 10. You know what? I'm going to go Minnesota 10. Okay. I think I think Minnesota wins this game. They they they're, they're going to get some momentum going. This is going to be a good fucking game. Chargers at That Baltimore. certainly was a game. Can't wait. I cannot the, wait for this segment. I don't think it's going to be this one this time. I think it, this it's is going to be a solid, good game. Because the Chargers are going to win by um, 11. Ele- oh, that's such a weird football score. <laughs> What's it like? What is it going to be? Is it going to be 21-10? Uh, it's... Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't know. Um, I'm going to pick Chargers by seven. Uh, the only thing that like got me off is Baltimore is at home. And they're, they have so much momentum. So do the Chargers. So, yeah. whatever. Alright, moving into the four o'clock games. Arizona at Cleveland. Cleveland favored. By two and a half points. No. I yeah, I disagree as well. Arizona, honestly, just Arizona by seven. It's gonna by be a seven? good game. Arizona's gonna get a touchdown and they're gonna defend with like a couple minutes left, and they're not gonna Cleveland, let them. Cleveland always plays close, and Arizona like you know fourth quarter shenanigans. Arizona by three. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a close game. All right. Vegas at Denver. Golly, this is so weird because they're both like, eh. Like they both started three and zero and have since both gone zero and two. Started hot and now they're just kind of dookie. But I, uh, Vegas by like, ugh, golly, ten. Vegas by ten. Yeah. I got Denver by six. I think Vegas is going to implode. And it's going to be funny. Yeah, All right. If they put Drew Locke out there, then I changed my score to like 40. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go Denver by 40? I don't even like the Broncos. 
But you do like the Patriots, and they're home against Dallas this oh, week. Oh, no. Dude. got? <laughs> Come on, man. Who you got? Fucking Texas teams. Who you got? <sighs> I say Dallas New by England 17. by three. New England by three? I said Dallas by 17. Fuck you. That's mean. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's, it's not mean if it's true. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Seattle, the eternal Geno Smith. About <laughs> to play against... Seattle by 17. Seattle by 17? Jesus fuck. I'm going to say Seattle by like six. Geno <laughs> <laughs> Smith's going to have a day. Oh, you think Mark, you mark my fucking word. Pittsburgh? Mark my fucking word. Geno Smith is going to have a day. Oh my god. If he does, you're never going to live that down. No, I am not. <laughs> Alright, finally, Monday Night Football. Buffalo, five and a half point favorites at Tennessee. Who is this idiot that didn't put 30 point favorites against Tennessee? <gasps> I don't know. Tennessee's coming off a big win. Maybe they got some <laughs> momentum going. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, beat Jacksonville. Bills, Bills by... Um... Man... Because that defense isn't great. I'll go 35. Bills by 35? Oh, actually, no, no, no. I'm saying they're going to score 35. Oh. Um. Oh, yeah, I, I realized how I didn't reciprocate that into how much they're going to win by. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess um that would be 21. So you think that the Titans only score 14? Yeah. All right. I'm going to take the Bills by 6. By 6? Six? 16. Oh, you cut out. Six, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are picks. What do we... We picked mostly the same teams. We did. You picked New England over... Dallas that I picked. You picked Vegas over Denver. Uh-huh. Wait, what did Carol I say? What did I say for Vegas that I'm going to regret? You said Vegas by 10 over what a, Denver. What a fucking moron. What a what dumbass. Watch them win by 10. Watch that be the one perfect pick. <laughs> uh you picked Carolina over Minnesota. And you picked Jacksonville over Miami in London. Yeah, I, I like legitimately. I think they can win. This isn't like oh. a. This isn't a bit. I think they could. I don't care. The Dolphins are bad. The Dolphins are so bad. They're playing the literally the worst team in the league the past like three years. Hey, maybe no, we can, we can uh, find some uh, UK honeys for Urban Meyer to grind on. Could you imagine? If he gets into another scandal imagine? like this. Oh my god, I'd laugh my ass off. That'd be the funniest thing ever. I don't care if it ruins his career. That'd be so funny. At that point, I'd want him to come to UConn. <laughs> as our, like, special teams coach. He'll be chilling at Ted's on a weekday. Holy shit. 
Alright. So those are predictions. Uh, any hot takes? Hmm. I feel like some of your predictions were already hot takes. <laughs> uh, hot takes. Um, well, we're going to go back to the beginning of the episode. Uh, Red Sox are winning the World Series. Yeah. Football hot take, however, comma. Um... Yeah, uh, I don't know that there's any like anything hot coming out of this week. Honestly, it's not a lot of hot. It's it's a lot of uh, what the fuck? A lot of what the fuck? Yeah. Um, hot take. Minimal injuries this this week. Boy, will you be wrong? <laughs> Minimal injuries. Not a lot of people getting hurt. Mostly because it's already half the league's already backups. Damn, Seattle Kraken is losing by two to Vegas. Yikes. At the start of at the start of the second. Yikes! How is That's the crazy. yeah? Before we end this, how is the baseball doing? Uh oh! Ooh, Dodgers are up four to one in Dodger Damn. Stadium. That's okay. If- well, they played Bueller on short rest, didn't they? Yeah. So they have to play against... So they have to play in San Fran without Bueller or Scherzer. Mm, and I don't think they have Urias either. They're really... The Giants are really... They went up 2-0, didn't they? No, they went. Up, they were one one. Oh, oh, never mind. Then I thought they won the first two games. Yeah, they were one one, and then they won once in Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. But like, who did the who did the um who are the Dodgers going to be able to have in their rotation? Not much, don't think. Let's let's check this out. Hey, Bueller and Joe Kelly are pitching today. Joe Kelly's a closer, isn't he? Oh. I don't know. I Bueller? think he's. I think he's played everything. <laughs> nice. Bueller played game one. Urias played game two. Scherzer played game three. Bueller played game four. So that means they're either gonna have to take Urias on short rest or dig deep into the, or play their fourth play their fourth in the rotation which would have been Trevor Bauer e- e- which would have won them the game which would have won them the game but also e- e- hot and take that, Trevor Bauer doesn't play another game in yai. major league baseball yai <laughs> And with with that, my mingas, I hope y'all have a great day of uh, watching football this next week before we, uh, you know, catch y'all with the latest and greatest news. Um, What the fuck fuck is, what the, what did you just say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you You said words, I think. If you're listening to us live on Twitch, uh, Please check out our YouTube channel, Minga Sports Pod. If you are watching this on YouTube, 
check please Twitch. check out Twitch. I stream it on my personal account, Nacho Live. The O is a zero. And if you prefer your podcast in an audio format or you're already listening to them there on Spotify, Minga Sports Podcast, look it up. Love y'all for all the support. Uh, and with that, I will catch y'all Mingas on the flip, you know, or to your mother and all. Peace out.